ages past, in a world called Spanth, the land was ripped asunder and the ocean turned black in a cataclysm called the Marring. Boros survived, a land of long-lost magic, mythic beasts, and meddling gods. It is here we follow a tale, a tale of heroes, heroes we call... of Dragon Town. Hello and welcome to the Magic Quest Boys of Dragon Town. Yeah. Oh yeah. An original Dungeons and Dragons adventure. The Washington Post calls truly a revelation. Helen Mirren <laughs> is breathtaking. Her finest performance yet. <laughs> I am Jamie, your host and game master. And to the video box to my left we have Whiskers. Helen Mirren, Whiskers. Rodri Helen Mirror Swimfins. Chevin Dunk Mirror. Galavellin Horwellin Moon. Yeah. Morrison always win. Always Morrison pumping out the jams nonstop. Pumping out the jams. Fuck yeah. Hitmaker. <laughs> now your feet are stomping. Excellent name dropping, everybody. Who's got the recap for us, Morrison? Last time on MQBD, the boys faced off against Hierophant Orion. And they saw the Oracle, who had silk underwear that was white, (laughs) along with everything else. (laughs) The most important detail. Corvida was released from her bondage and cast some crows. The Hierophant fled into a double-doored room, and some monks tried to stop him from getting the Hierophant, but the boys quickly dispatched of Krampa, Javelin, Givenin, and another that I can't remember. Jordy. Jordy! That's it. It was Prongo, of course. Prongo! How could I forget? It was rendered footless. (laughs) Oh, that was my bad. They chased the Hierophant into the room, and he was summoning... No, he was turning himself or possibly others into a were-raven and the boys dashed into the room heroically and they saw some kind of bird monster forming out of a bunch of monks so they're facing off against that monstrosity now. I will set the scene once more as we dive into this scene. Whiskers, well you all, you both stand, no matter where you are, in a grand circular room with a mezzanine heading down. Whiskers, the one you stand in, has a massive orrery above it, a big brass uh, mechanical model of the stars and, and movements of the celestial bodies. Also in your room, Whiskers, is Hierophant Orion on a raised stage uh, against a stained glass window with an all-seeing eye depicted on it, and hovering above the ground level of that, above a foot of dark, foul water, is this bird monstrosity, a absolute mass of wings, beaks, and black feathers, and eyeballs, all milked over and crusty, with one massive bulging eyeball in the center of its forehead. It is kind of like a round, blobby kind of shape, and this thing underneath its massive eyeball has one massive beak with jagged edges that it looked up at you and opened its maw and let out a horrible screech. Meanwhile, the rest of the group raced towards the double doors on the bottom, the adjoining room. And, Whiskers, Augur Corvida called out to you and your group 
from the other end. She goes, we've got more monks incoming. We're going to hang back and take care of them. You you all go ahead. And no, you do indeed hear the, the sound of running as more monks seem to be storming into the room. Sweet Rodin. And Rhonda, you, you call that out, but they, you receive no response. Dang. <laughs> Crobin, it is your turn. What do you do? I run right up to this monstrosity. There is a double set of double doors in your way. Oh, I forgot I'm still in the other room. Yes. I open the double doors, so that's 30 feet of movement. You run up to the double doors and you grab the handles and pull, only to find them swiftly barred. Barred? Well, they do not budge. Oh, you said barred, so I'm going to believe you. And there's no lock, right? <laughs> that I can there pick. are locks on this door. Oh, I'm going to pick them locks. Okay. Yeah. Roll to pick them locks. This and as an you action. use your as you use your action, yes, you read my mind. Please roll a Constitution saving throw, and don't forget that D four because the Oracle has blessed you. Constitution Shit. saving throw for Crobin's painful scar in inclement weather as the storm rages <laughs> outside. Fifteen. Crobin, your scar sears and again starts to burn through your now monk disguise. But again, you clench tightly and force it back down. And you use your action to get your Thieves' Tools out and start picking away at the door. Duh. Roll a Thieves' Tools Do check. I use Bless again on the Thieves' Tool roll? Or is it like it's, a once per turn? No, it's every attack and saving throw. Well, it's attack and saving throw. This is an ability check. So okay. you wouldn't use it on well, this. Well, I don't need it anyway. I got a 26 without it. Booyah! Yeah, you get those Thieves' Tools in this sucker and you've dealt with... Locks like these all the time. This is like a, uh, it's a big fancy lock. Honestly, it would have been pretty hard to pick if you weren't so damn talented at this. It's like, it's like nothing. It's uh, you almost, your hands are almost doing it on their own. It is unlocked. I burst through the door. You slam into the door and find your passageway barred God from the damn other it. side or barricaded. One of those B words. All right, I run to the ramp. You run to the ramp. How much movement do you have? I can use my cunning action to dash, so it gives me 30 more movement. Great. With that, you can get halfway up the ramp. It's just another uh, 30 feet to the double doors where Whiskers stands. On your next turn, you'll be able to get there. Okay. Galavan, what do you do? So am I on the same... You are on the same trajectory as Crobin. You see him pick the lock and then slam against the door, and it does not budge, and then he just turns around and books it for the ramp. Oh, this way then. Okay. And I will, I will follow him up that way and like bring, I'll just bring the spirit weapon up towards the double doors as I go. And I will sprint as well. I will dash. Can I carry Rondri as I go or no? Yeah, yeah. Can I roll, just roll. toss him up there? Yeah, I'm going to say, <laughs> I don't want to have you keep rolling strength checks with advantage. You okay. <laughs> you want to try and toss him up there? You can. No, no, no. I'll just carry him. I'll take him. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, you get up there. You're about 20 feet or let's see, you have sixty feet of movement if you use your full stuff. Yeah. yeah, you're right with you're right with Grobin. Okay, cool. Excellent. You are all racing up the ramp. Rondri, what do you do? You are on Galavan. We still got thirty feet to go to get to the top, right? Correct. I'm gonna jump off Galavan again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> going to pick move. you up again. Yes you will. And then I'm gonna crawl dash twenty five feet. This is a great move. I'm so into this. You are on the mezzanine, and you see Whiskers staring down at something in the room. You see into this second room. Now, it is Orion's turn. Whiskers, you see Orion smiling, his face still like like dark, foul water pouring from his, his dark, tattered robes. And he is staring up at you with a maniacal grin on his face. 
and he calls in a booming voice to you. He goes, do you know what the hard part was? It wasn't taking control of that foppish feline, Amerigo Meow Meow, nor was it spreading word of the auctioning off of the Thord, the third horror Logan, far and wide. No, it was getting those damned dwarfs and those vile elves to agree to be in the same room together. You're now that was a feat. You're the lord of the black coin. <laughs> and then he throws his uh, wand up in the air and gestures in your direction. And as he does, whiskers, the ground beneath you begins to warble and turn black. You feel your feet kind of get all squishy beneath you and squirming ebony black tentacles begin to emerge from the ground around you and you are and they begin to like squirm up into the air and moving with like an unnatural squishy slickness at you and you need to roll a dexterity saving throw please 20 actually sorry yeah okay cool 21 for 21 excellent uh, yeah, these these tentacles try to whip out at you and wrap themselves around you and batter you, but you successfully manage to uh, dodge and evade them. But more begin to spring up. I feel like I'm like squirting, cutting them off with my out of the sword ground and baiting them yeah, back with my shield. Definitely, definitely. The Oracle, he's going to fly the rest of the distance towards you, Whiskers. You feel the Oracle um, on the Rondri, the, the Oracle lands next to you. And you hear the oracle um, from behind you, Whiskers, goes, Don't be afraid, Whiskers. I've got your back, partner. And he floats into the room and he shoots a bolt of light down at the Hierophant. He goes, Take this, you foul abomination. And the Hierophant Orion kind of whips this twisted wand he has and a black tentacle made of magical energy kind of whips back at the light and sends it shooting off to the side, crashing into the side of the wall. It is the horrible creature in the middle's turn as it begins to float up into the air. It, it, like its wings are beating, but you can tell that it is just like magically lifting into the air and it fixes its horrible horrible eye on you, Whiskers. And it is going to shoot a ray out at you. Sweet Rodin. Please roll a wisdom saving throw. And at the same time, one of its other eyeballs fires a ray at the oracle. You've got advantage because of the thing. So 19. What uh, what advantage are you talking about? Hero's Feast on wisdom saving throws. That's so true. We should all remember that. You still have that. That's great. Nice. Um, yeah, Whiskers. So with a 19, uh, you feel that. this, yeah, you feel this horrible negative energy begin to take hold of you, uh, but then you shrug it off and the oracle, the, the ray comes at the oracle and the oracle merely uh, rebounds it with a swift strike of his staff. Nice work, partner. And scoffs. <laughs> of course. And it is your turn, Whiskers. And as you start your turn, please roll a dex saving throw. Woo! 22. Excellent. Nice. 22 is very good. The tentacles cannot seem to grab you uh, at all, and they can't, and you are still continuing to bat them off as this crow form rises into the air and its giant milky orb of an eye sees you. It's, it, you notice its beak is just like clucking up and down, and it is muttering some horrible, horrible words. 
please roll a wisdom saving throw as well. Another one? Advantage. Oh, yes. This is for... That was a dex saving throw. This is a wisdom saving throw. Again, an advantage because the hero's faced. And plus. A 17. Uh, you feel these like incoherent mutterings coming from this creature attempt to inter- like infest your mind and drive you mad, but you fight them off. This thing hovers in the air about uh, 10 feet like past the guardrail, and Orion stands on the stage about 80 feet away on the other side of the circular room. It is your turn. I'm going to use the rail to boost, like, I'm going to take a running leap at the rail, jump on top of it. I'm going to jump on top of this monster. Awesome. <laughs> Excellent. Fantastic. For Odain! Uh, roll the hit. Oh, love it. 27. Ooh, 27 and we'll hit. And as I stab into this eyeball creature and I say for Rodane, my the gavel lights I, my two fingers like go up the length of the gavel and it lights up mm. with holy white light. That's, Very interesting. It's divine smite. Smite. Uh, is it a fiend yes. or undead? It is not. 21 damage. Ooh, nice. 21 damage. That's huge. Nice. It explodes with radiant white light. 14 of that was screeches radiant. in pain. Anything else? As you are on, on top of this creature, as it screeches and your sword is driven into the side of its horrible bird face. How high up am I? You are 30 feet off the ground. Cool, yeah, I'm hanging on. Excellent. For now, you sure are. You hear the sound of Monk battling in the other room. Crobin, we're back to you. Well, I'm in that room, so do I see a bunch of monks? You do. You see a bunch of monks that Augur Corvida and the small collection of your friendly monks have now turned against and are dueling with quite intensely. How do they look like they're doing? It just started, so it's kind of hard to tell, but you can roll inside check if you really like. I would love. Hmm? Twelve. You can still tell, so there are three monks and Augur Corvida on your side, basically, including uh, Berga in one of those three monks. There are eight monks that have rushed into the room that are taking them on, even with four on eight. Uh, Augur Corvida's spectral crows that are fluttering around in a spectral tornado, they are really helping. So it's, 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 it seems to be evenly matched. I'm going to take out my shuriken and throw it at one of those monks who hasn't. Have any of them just entered the room? Several that, of them. Would that count as not taking a turn in combat yet? They just arrived. <laughs> sure. Tight. And I have let's advantage. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. But I am taking an action, so I have to roll a save. You gotta roll throw. that con save, yep. 14. Crobin, your scar burns too badly to throw the shuriken. That's with the blessed. So. All right, so that's my action. action, but mm-hmm. I'll take my movement and bonus action to keep running up the ramp. Okay, you can make it into the doorway. You see these black tentacles kind of coming out of the, the now like boiling, warbling black ground across the threshold of the doorway. Do you cross or do you just want to hang in the Because you have enough movement to make it with your bonus action dash. So there's a black mass in the doorway? Mm-hmm. Like on the other side of the threshold. Would I have to stop in the black mass? It looks like you would. Wait till my next turn. All right, Galvin. I will. Do? I will rush up the stairs. Yeah, I'll use thirty movement to get up there. Yeah, um, yeah you can. Not get picking Roundry up because he. I told him that I would. <laughs> already inside. All right, and I guess I'll use. I can use my action to dash. I can use my bonus mm-hmm. action to move the spiritual weapon up further. Yeah, so as of now, the, the spirit weapon is basically neck and neck with you and the tentacles, 
and cool. you have a clear view of Whiskers atop this giant bird monstrosity with his sword plunged into it, riding it. Okay, that's before I dash or after I dash? That's that's after you dash. Okay, so I'm, I'm all done then. Excellent. Roundry, you are in the doorframe on your belly. You uh, see Whiskers doing what I just described. What do you do? I'm going to shoot are in front of that you. giant thing, bird thing. The handrails are blocking your way a little bit, but I think I'm just going to have them be blasted away if you hit them. They're not going to cause cover. Fuck. Um. <laughs> uh, that's another nat one. Oh, Damn. no. Or is it? Is it not a 13? Uh, I'll take Fates that 13. Fort- I'm going to use Fate's Fortune. <laughs> Caliban, you have a flash of Verandri on the ground. <laughs> unloading his gun and just being shot backwards like across the ground as if he it was like a movie stunt he was just like pulled from a bungee cord from behind just blasted backwards off the platform onto the ground but luckily you come back and Rondri's gun goes off with that hitch that's gonna be 17 17 hits roll for damage nine piercing damage and five thunder damage bonus action reload (laughs) of course Blasting away the guardrails, you let loose this massive shrapnel at this thing, and it impales, and it lets out a horrible screech into the air and wails in pain and begins to rotate quickly. And we'll get to that in a second. But first, we're going to have our boy Orion's turn. He is going to run off the stage and run through the water, hauling ass, basically, and then point up at you, Rondri, and he is going to... uh, whisper the word and it booms out and resonates strongly. He's just going to say fall. So please roll a wisdom saving throw, Roger. Cool, which I have advantage on. Bingo. Uh, I have advantage on it anyways. It's magic. Oh, oh, so good. I'm Roger. Yep, I'm the best. 15, 16. Okay. He says fall and it like echoes through the room for a moment but it does not seem to take hold and he could tell and he grimaces and clutches his wand angrily i say why i believe it is winter (laughs) 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 terrible (laughs) excellent um (laughs) that's so silly the oracle is now going to fire a bolt another bolt down at Orion. Damn. Uh, which Orion also <laughs> whips away and it smashes against the wall. Uh, and, and, oh, uh, and the Hierophant Orion looks up to you, Whiskers, and he looks at you riding his creation, and he wow. goes, You cannot harm my creation! I call it the Seer. <laughs> you shall find out why. And it is going to now... Because it has a Whiskers. lot of eyes. Yes, precisely! And then Whiskers, it is going to, um, it's gonna shoot you with an eye ray, my dear boy. Its eye lights up once more. Make a constitution saving throw. Don't forget bless. 13. Don't forget bless. Okay, so that means you are going to take half damage. Whiskers, this eye lights up with a dark energy and you feel it blast up at you and you are hit for six necrotic damage. And Rondry... Ah. You must please roll a wisdom save as a eye ray fires a dark ray at you. Get an eye ray, man. That's a 12. A feeling of absolute doom overwhelms you. So what's changed? Well, what's changed is you feel as if it is pointless to fight this bird creature. 
You are charmed by it until the start of its next turn. And while you are charmed in this way, your speed is halved and you have disadvantage on attack rolls. To it or just in general? Uh, in general. The creature is now going to, the seer, is now going to spin madly whiskers. So please roll an athletics check to hold on. One more day. 16. With a 16, it spins madly, and you, but you manage to hold on to your sword and not fly off of it, at which point it lunges its beak upwards and tries to bite at you, but it is unable to, is unable to sink its little meaty, little meats on you, but it does fly with its movement as this is happening, as it spins around in a circle, it begins to fly up. 30 feet up into the air, into the revolving rings of this orrery. So you are now 60 feet up in the air, past the first level, essentially out of this main central chamber. Oh no. Past the first level? Yeah. And Whiskers, it is your turn. Please, as this creature mutters, please roll a wisdom saving throw. Yeah, that's good. With advantage, because you have the heroes. Oh, 21, I think. 21, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, with a 21, it does not phase you. You are, you are not driven mad by its muttering. What do you do? How far away is the Hierophant from me? At this point, 60 feet. That's it? Like straight yeah. down underneath me? Uh, a little ways to the side, but I'm, I'm counting it as 60 feet because it's a diagonal. Great. I'm going to leap from me like toodles, baby. Jesus And I'm Christ. going to leap from the top <laughs> yeah, of the yeah. uh, monster. Yeah. I'm it's going to aim... I'm going to aim straight down for the Hierophant, and as I'm falling, the air's blowing in my face and wind, and my eye, actually, both my eyes, my white eye and my normal eye, both just go and just turn white, and so do the Hierophant. He's going to have to make a wisdom saving throw. What, what, what? Oh, that's a nat 20. Plus two is a 22. Darn. Then in that case, uh, it doesn't stick, so I'm just like, oh no. And <laughs> I'm going to fall. I'm gonna try and land on top of him, but. Okay, well, this it is awesome. Stick. What were you trying to do? You I'm gonna try and make me, uh, I don't wanna reveal it, honestly. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. Uh, so Whiskers, you, you do this and you plunge down, your eyes light up, and he looks up at you with a grimace of malice on his face, and please, you pulled your sword out of the Definitely. seer, I'm assuming? You plunge down with your sword, like fucking Link in Legend of Zelda, and please roll an acrobatics check to see if you can land on him. Okay. That's not good. <laughs> Damn, I needed him to fail that. Oh, fuck. Like a seven. I give Ooh. you my inspiration. Yeah? No. <laughs> Noah has no inspiration. Uh, then um, you can have my inspiration. David also has no inspiration! You plummet to the ground, and your sword, you plunge it down towards him, and Orion sees you coming, and he stares you back down, and he breaks your magical effect, and you come down with your sword, and he begins <laughs> to step backwards. And you, as you're coming down, you realize that you're kind of off, so your sword goes off kilter, and you are going to fall on top of him, but you're not going to get him with your sword. That's fine. You are both going to take bludgeoning damage. That's... You're both going to take 66 bludgeoning damage. Are you serious? Holy 6d6. Oh. For every 10 feet you oh, fall. Okay, I thought you said 66. Not, not. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? Is this a dragon? I did, 66. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The fall is a dragon. It's a fireball worth of damage. You and Orion the Hierophant 
take 15 bludgeoning damage. Not that bad. That was not, I got one, one, two, two. Oh, oh man. That's lucky. Woo, yeah, I mean, he's got nine lives, baby. I stand up and my leg just crumples out from under me, and I'm like, ouchies. Uh, and that's my turn. He goes, ouchies. <laughs> where he's sitting. Crobin, we're back to you. I'm going to try to leap over this uh, tentacle thing. Okay, you can try and leap through. You're going to roll a deck saving throw as you run through it, or try to leap over it. Oh no, uh, the rogue has to make a deck 17. save. 17. I know, right? Yeah, you're good. <laughs> I mean, I needed that bless. I got rolled a four on the bless, so that helps. Oh, shit. As you woo, get a running start and attempt to leap over, these tentacles like whip around and try and lash you, but are unsuccessful in doing so. I'm Now I'm in a room. Am I on ground level in this new room? Well, you've leaped over the tentacles, and the tentacles extended from the threshold of the doorway to the handrail. So you might have leaped... We'll, we'll, we'll figure that out. If you cross the so threshold... the answer is no, I'm not on ground level in this room. Uh, no, you are not. You're on the mezzanine oh, level. Fuck. And the Oliphant or whatever? No. The Hydrophant is on the ground level. So. The Hierophant is on the ground level. You can see now as I'm you leap over. I'm diving over the tentacles straight at the Hierophant. Cool. He is a ways away from you. Uh, you're not going to be able to How reach him. How big jump do I have to make? So from the threshold to the handrail is 10 feet. Uh, and you're leaping straight over that. So from there to the Hierophant is uh, another 60 feet. Oh. <laughs> but there are marble columns. You could try and grab onto one of the marble columns. Yeah. Or even the brass ring of the orrery dips down low enough for you to possibly grab that. Oh, yeah. I'm going to grab the brass ring of the orrery to try to swing swing down to the ground in a more yeah. way. Yeah. Roll an acrobatics check. Nat 20. Oh! Crucial Which time is a tw- 26 total. My man. Oh, yeah. Crobin, you leap across these tentacles, weaving in and out f- between them, kind of spinning on your side. Whoa! We go into bullet time as your arms and your legs go out in crazy directions and then come back into perfect position as you were before you left the ground. And the brass ring of the orrery is just long enough for you to wrap... However you would like to land on it, with a nat 20, you do. Oh, what I want to do is to, like, grab the ring like American Ninja Warrior and, like, or like a parkour dude. Yeah, yeah. And then do, like, like, a triple, like, flip. And how high up is the ring? From the mezzanine to the ground is 30 feet. The ring is about 10 feet up from the mezzanine. So oh, about 40 feet up, up from the ground floor. Oh, I don't want to go higher. I want it, it is to... very slowly revolving. But you could make an acrobatics check to then, I'd say with this nat 20, you could do a flip off of, once you catch on the ring, you could do a flip and continue your momentum forward. Sick. Okay, that's that's dope. Yeah, if I can, like, do a flip off the thing. Yeah, and... you take no damage at all as you perfectly, you grab onto the ring and then leap off of it and do a couple backflips and maybe even kick off one of the marble columns so that to like slow the momentum of your fall and then land in foot deep of gross black foul water. I'll say you could even just, that could be however much movement you have, that's how much movement you could have used and gotten into the room. Oh my God. Well, I have 30 feet of movement and then I was gonna use my bonus action to dash. Yeah, you are about 15 feet away from the Hierophant and Whiskers. I'm going to try to approach the Hierophant from the other side um, of Whiskers. Okay, yeah, you can, you can like, yeah, you can go around. I think that's, 
Yeah, that's possible. Yes. Yeah, so I guess I'm going to have to use an action to get to that position. Correct. So please roll that constitution saving throw for your nasty scar. 22. With a 22, your scar bothers you, but you force it down, and you manage to run around, and you have positioned the Hierophant between you and Whiskers. Awesome. Groovy. Indeed. Galavan, it is your turn. You are standing across the doorway. There are tentacles between you and this room. What do you do? Isn't there another uh, doorway? Or is there, a, like, a gap between them? There, there's, like, two staircases, right? Oh, it's a double door. Never mind, never, never mind. Yeah, it's okay. I get it. I, I see it now. <laughs> um, can I see the Hierophant from where I am? No, you cannot. Okay, I'll step through the blackness. Make that dex check as you step into the black tentacles. Dex save? Dex save, indeed. All right, that's a 23. What? Air Jordan. <laughs> yeah, you um dodge and weave through Look these tentacles. Blast. God, you guys are so Also, hard. I rolled pretty good. Um, So I can see, can yeah. I see him now? Uh, if you step to the edge of the guardrails, yes, you can. Yeah. All right, I'm going to cast Guiding Bolt, and I'm going to twin it. So two oh. guiding bolts come as come his way. Oh, <laughs> so like I, my God. I, bang, <laughs> I bang my staff on the ground and like point my step the bishop straight at him and then just a beam, two beams of moonlight start swirling towards him. Ooh. Got an eleven and a fifteen. One of your bolts <laughs> goes streaking off uh, and crashes into one of the marble columns, but the fifteen does hit him. But I do want to use my favorite by the gods. If I fail the saving throw and miss with an attack roll, I can add 2d4 to the total. Do it. So I'm going to add a 5 to that 11 and get another. Ooh, score. yeah. You're going to hit with both of them. Okay. Oh, this is nasty. This is really <laughs> fucked up, dude. <laughs> he takes 8d6 of damage. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Wow. oh, I hope I didn't beat just them. If so, I'll do it again for... Yeah, oh. that's... Ah! <laughs> is <laughs> you know, Guiding Bolt doesn't work. The advantage you don't get if you kill him, Galavin. <laughs> so 28 nice. damage. 28. Amazing. Radiant, right? Yeah. Galavin, you send these two exactly perfectly identical, like mirroring each other, bolts of silvery moon and lit energy. They shoot off and they pincer. Oh, this is great. Crobin, you have him from behind. Whiskers, you have him from the front. Galavin, your bolts go exactly and pierce him from the left and the right. And they just <laughs> blast him from either side, like like twisting his body into a horrible contortion. Got him locked up uh, like a Chinese right, finger trap. You pretty much do. And the next attack on him is going to have advantage. Yeah. He's glowing with now a, with a radiant moonlight. Does that mean oh, two oh, attacks get advantage on him? Because two hit. <laughs> That's a very good point. I'm gonna say no. The next attack roll made against. Okay, never mind. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. just because of the way they word it. But nice grubbing. Yeah, grubber. <laughs> just grubbing. No, it's a good compliment. It's a very good one. Um, are you gonna hang out in those tentacles, or did you wanna? Move? Is there a place that I can get out? Yeah, there are two ramps leading down. Oh, from I'll the go mezzanine. down. Yeah, I'll definitely go down one of the ramps. Okay. You do. I'm not going to sit in the tentacles. But, I thought it was. But, but <laughs> I haven't gotten anybody. Yeah, join the club. Nah, I'm good. I'm All right, cool. You can need to featherfall. saunter down the ramp at a quick space. I am sauntering it quickly. That's exactly right. I knew it. I could see it in my head so perfectly. <laughs> Rondry, you are still, the, you were the last one back in the first room on the other side of the tentacles. Both the seer and the hierophant are not in sight. One went high, one went low. Oh, dang. Damn it, Chevin. 
Dude, when they go low, you go high. That's I'm gonna have to say. crawl through them tentacles. Crawl? Crawling through <laughs> my squid. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> That's a good uh, Please, thank you. Please roll. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna. I haven't been rolling concentration checks for this guy. So these tentacles might not even be here, Parker. Ooh. Oh yeah. One for whiskers. That's Butcher's still like there. Twenty something. One for the guiding bolt. Oh. <laughs> With a horrible squelching sound, the tentacles shrivel and disappear into the black twisted ground from whence they came. Rondri, your path is clear. I'm gonna crawl through the doorway. And that was catchy, but okay. Who can? See. You can see uh, your passage. Your line of sight is blocked by Whiskers' massive, swole ass girth. Um, <laughs> but the Hierophant Orion is down there. Uh, the seer is is now within sight. As you get to the edge of the handrail, you can see the seer up by the orrery. Am I technically charmed by it? Which means I can't attack it. You are indeed charmed by it. Yes. When does that saving throw happen? It happens at the end of each of your turns. So yes, you are still charmed by it. Yes. Okay. You still um, feel doom all about you. I'm gonna get on this uh, this gangbang train. You're gonna I'm take gonna, a shot? I'm gonna shoot at Mr. Okay, you Sean have disadvantage. Connery. You have disadvantage and Whiskers is blocking your shot. Oh, you have advantage I'm getting on a gangbang train, advantage. dude. That's true, you have advantage and disadvantage, so just roll regular. I was also oh, curious well. as to what train this was. <laughs> You cannot. There is oh, no yeah. gangbang train with which to, to, to join us. I mean, you guys are all gangbanging this guy. I mean, not. Um, no. But <laughs> it is a group assault in a set. <laughs> all right, let's just call it. <laughs> God. Is this not an orgy? It is not. It is not. <laughs> okay. I'm uh, at the wrong podcast. You're at the wrong, you're at the wrong podcast, David. <laughs> yeah. What did you roll? That's a 14 with the dice, and oh, I'm doing the Thunder Cannon Monger. Uh, that's going to be 16 total. Rondra, you <laughs> let out a mighty blast with your gun held over the edge of the guardrail, and it whiskers, Crobin, and the Hierophant all hear it coming <sighs> and all step out of the way, j- dodge out of the way just in time for it to... <laughs> Take a huge chunk out of the stone floor. Anything else? Bonus action reload. Excellent. Yeah. Now you may baby. roll a, another wisdom saving throw to try and break the the curse. Curse ray. 16. 16. You shake it off. You feel like you and your team might have a chance. Although your legs are still broken, so like, fuck everything. The oracle is going to fly over to you, Rondri, and he is going to lift you up in his arms and he is just going to start carrying you down. He's like, he, as he as he walks down the mezzanine on the opposite one, kind of paralleling, mirroring Galavan, as it were, uh, he says to you, he goes, let me give you a better angle, little one. Thanks, dude. Of course, little dude. <laughs> and and he spends his turn, and he gets, he gets, oh, hell yeah. Chakra. Yeah, yeah. Chakandarna, pretty bro. He gets down to the bottom that is, he, he gets all the way to the bottom of the ramp. So, Rondra, you have a clear shot. You can see the right side flank of the Hierophant. It is the Seer's turn, however. And the Seer is going to fly down to 20 feet above all of you. And it is going to shoot two Hurays. It is going to shoot a Hurray 
at Whiskers and you, Crobin. So both of you, please roll constitution saving throws. 22. Nice. Six. Uh, these these milky white rays blast out of these horrible this horrible bird creature's eyeballs and whiskers orgy. You feel it assault your eyes, which burn momentarily, uh, but you <laughs> fight it off. Your eye, I should say, your eye burns momentarily, but you fight it off. Crobin, you clutch your hands to your eyes. Your eyes are burning painfully, and then when you try to open them, you do not see anything. You are blinded for one minute. You may repeat the saving throw at the end of each of your turns. No big deal. It's not a big deal. Did I skip? Oh my god, I skipped the Hierophant. <laughs> How did I do that? Okay. He is going to um, reach a hand out to clutch you by your metal armor. He is going to make a shocking grasp attempt on, attempt on you. And that is going to probably hit. That's a 24. Jack Bauer. Jack Bauer. <laughs> Jack Bauer. <laughs> Sad Jack Bauer today. <laughs> Whiskers, you are going to take ooh, 11 lightning damage <laughs> as it courses through your body. And then the Hierophant is going to turn and push past Crobin and make a bolt for the stage. I'm going uh, to take an attack of opportunity. You are going to take an attack of opportunity. And since this should have happened before you got blinded, you're not blinded yet, let's say. I will say Whiskers looks very hurt. He's like fried. Natural one. Crobin, you lash out. The Hierophant kind of smashes into you hard with, with more force than you would anticipate from an older man. His, and he glares at you hard in the face. Fuck. You try and whip your dagger out. I'm so mad about. Is, there, is it relevant, Noah? Or... Yeah, well, no. I mean, I forgot to use it, but I have cog necklace. Shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say that you lash out with your dagger, and he, he catches the edge of his cloak and just rips his cloak off behind him as he runs. He runs up to the stage and clambers onto it, and then turns around and faces all of you with his wand outstretched and just starts to let out a bellow of rage. Then Nasir does his thing with the rays. Now it's your turn, Whiskers. Ah, I'm like barely able to stand, but I drag my dead leg with me as I run after the Hierophant. Your dead leg, I will say, you roll, roll an athletics check. I'm going to set a very low DC for you to move your normal run speed. 23. Uh, yeah, your dead leg does not hold you back one bit. As you put on uh, an extra bit of force, you clamber up onto the stage. The Hierophant, is his arms are outstretched as he stands before this giant stained glass window of this big eye that is this all-seeing eye. As he stands before it and he stares at you, come up to him, and you walk up to him and he, he stares right at you straight in the eye and he goes, I have seen it, lad. You cannot do it. Not even if you tried. I just hope you can fly, my friend. And I want shove him as hard as I can through the glass. I want to make him fly through the okay. glass. Okay, roll. Do you want to shove or do you want to, like, kick him? I want to kick him. I want to drop kick him. That's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> no, a natural one. But with the uh, bless, that's... Uh, you just jump out the window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should do that. The Oracle, in a move I've just remembered that he has, because he has so many cool things he can do. Whiskers, you have a flash <laughs> of you drop kicking at the Hierophant, and then him just stepping out of the way yeah. and smiling as your feet... Smash through the glass, and you begin to fall down the mountain until you see the ground come at you at an incredibly fast pace. I made a huge mistake. But then you back into your body, 
and instead the oracle is holding out a finger to you and you you look to him as you are mid-air bullet time drop kicking the oracle looks to you with a twinkle in his eye and he points right at you and he goes you've got this and you may roll again because you have advantage because he can use a reaction to let somebody roll with advantage thank you Lord. i would have done that with you crow but i just saw that he had that fucking reaction so many things to keep track of 21 that hits roll for damage Actually, don't roll for damage. It's just one plus your your strength mod. So what is but the But I'm damage? trying to kick him out of the uh, window. Right. Yeah. Oh, I got that. Oh, uh, so it's six. Excellent. You, your feet just smash into this old man's uh, ribs. Dark, foul water that is pouring out of him. Just like, gush, it's just like, pours out of him. And he goes flying backwards with such force, smashing through the window uh, with the glass eye, shattering it. And he, bullet time, goes flying backwards. Uh, and he takes one last look over uh, over all of you in back in the room as he disappears out of sight, falls until his voice can be heard no longer. Justice never falls. <laughs> Hard. Right. Whiskers, the last thing you see as you stare into his eyes, as he screams no, his eyes roll back in his head. He's having an orgasm. Oh, yeah. He was possessed. It was because of that gangbang train we ran on him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Crobin, it is your turn. We're back at the top. The Hierophant is plummeting to the ground. The seer. Sorry, you are going to start within 20 feet of the seer as it is now descended. Oh. Roll a wisdom saving throw. With advantage, of course, because you think. Is this a thing where I don't get to go if I failed the wisdom saving throw? Possibly, yes. Dirt twent. Dirt twent. Uh, the, the creepy muttering does not affect you. That's so good to hear. Or not hear, I guess. <laughs> I will use my bonus action to try to hide behind a pillar. Oh, can I even do that if I'm blind? Roll a survival check to try and navigate your way, your way to a column like based on memory in the room. Four. Okay, you splash through <laughs> the water, Crobin, and you're trying to find a column, but you are just like, you you, you end up touching the mezzanine and you find, you realize you've found your way over to the mezzanine ramp and you are you can't find the column. All right, now I'm going to throw a shuriken at this creature. Roll to hit with disadvantage. Don't I have to roll to see if I can do an action? Yes, that too. Awesome. 21. Your scar burns, but not that much. Throw that shuriken with disadvantage. See if you can hit this seer. What Cog Necklace says is instead Mm. of rolling an attack roll, I get a 10 on the die. If I have disadvantage, does that just count for one of the rolls? That's a good question. I'm going to say that that's just, you get a 10 on the die. You don't have to worry about the... Nice. Yeah. Do it. The The Cogs start to spin and you feel affecting the force of the universe you release your shuriken what is your to hit plus six so it's 16 yeah you hear your shuriken stick into this horrible creature as it lets out a horrible screech roll for shuriken damage seven damage you hear it screech horribly anything else no i think that's all i can do Galvin, you arrive at the bottom of the mezzanine and Crobin is kind of lying there on his back having just thrown a shuriken up. Uh, nice. Kind of 
twiddling a cog necklace in his Nice face. shot. Okay, same thing. I'm gonna hit my staff on the ground and twin guiding bolts at the seer. Uh, one of them probably doesn't hit. That's like a 10 or something. And the other one is a 23. Yes, that 23 will hit. Okay. Two, a one, and a two. And then the last one is a four, so two, one, two, is a three, plus one, is a eight damage. You light it up with a moonlit bolt as it hits it into its side. It lets out a horrible screech. And um, I'm going to move my, I think my spiritual weapon's probably there. I'm, I'm assuming I moved it last turn. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm assuming you did have too. a bonus action. Yeah, I'll so, say yeah, yes. I'll get it in to try to take a little swipe at this buddy. Okay, yeah. 16. 16 hits. Roll for damage. Right. Eight damage. Yeah, it comes and it just slices off uh, one of these horrible malformed wings that it had on the side. It just Good. slices it clean off and the wing is fluttering to the ground. That's it for me. Excellent. Rondri, it is your turn. Uh, I'm no longer charmed by this thing, so I'm going to thunder monitor, monitor cannon blow it to bits. Thunder cannon blow it. Uh, that's 13 with the dice. 17 to hit. You also have advantage. 17. And you have advantage. Oh, yes. Thank you for reminding us all. No, I didn't. Uh, 17. David. 17 hits. 8 piercing damage and 3 thunder damage. Nice. Yeah, you let off a absolute cannonball of a blast, and the shrapnel sticks into one of its eyes, sending horrible black blood spraying out the other side. And this thing spins wildly in the air. Bonus action reload. Very nice. The oracle is going to hold up his hands, and he is going to start muttering a little something under his breath, and you are each going to regain... 15 oh, health oh as white light descends upon you from his prayer of healing. Useless. <laughs> For some people. Meanwhile. I was about to die. I know. I'm That's like dead. one helper. <laughs> the seer up in the air is spinning madly, and as it spins, it seems to, something seems to be happening to it. Its feathers begin to start molting quickly. The, all of its feathers begin falling off, and you see underneath its flesh is watery and rubbery as it takes on this round, lumpish shape. And its horrible, rubbery flesh is sticky and tar-black skin, quote-unquote. And it opens its beak, and long, spiny teeth begin to shoot out of its horrible beak. And the eyes that are attached to it become, they burst forth from it on the end of stalks and tentacles begin to punch, like like just absolutely shoot out of this thing as this thing grows a number of tentacles and a number of eye stalks that then shoot out of it. It has two eyeballs on the end and also two tentacles that then shoot out of it and it lets out a horrible bellowing screech to the sky. The eyes then round on all of you, all of these eyes. They are no longer milky, but a deep, inky black that leak horrible foul water from it. It almost resembles with its beak a like mutated squid if it didn't have like these horrible teeth gnashing around inside. And it looks to you all and it gives you a horrible, twisted version of a smile as it looks down on all of you. Well, hello again. Did you miss me? <laughs> as the voice of the Hierophant emerges from the seer in a thunderous boom. 
<laughs> now this, this is true power. I think, though, it is wasted on you interlopers. Let's find some friends to play with. Maybe down in Goat's Gate. And then it begins to, it flies, it just bursts with a burst of speed out the stained glass window, right through the center of the eye, bursting through its ending glass, shattering outwards, and it disappears out of sight. And that's where we'll call it. That's not good. That's not good. That's not good. Mm. That's not good. It's not good. Interesting. It's not good. Flying squid. Flying horrible squid creature, yeah. Is it like the flying spaghetti monster? Goatskate is pretty far away. It is. Yeah, it's going to be. You seem I, confident. I feel like we should just forget about <laughs> Chalk this one up to uh, oopsies. I mean, oopsies. what's the fucking point? We're not going <laughs> to yeah. get there in time. <laughs> I know. Exactly. I, really I mean, you were just going to kill them all anyway. Oh, no, no, no. no. We can use trust. the ocarina. That's cool. We'll use the ocarina. Oh, we can get the Call bird. Call tank bird. In fact, yeah, let's do a flying combat. Did did you say, and that's what we're going to call it yet? Yes, I did. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. You know what? We didn't. That's what we're doing. That would be a good time to call it. I just realized I should have told, I should have just said what I was doing, but I was using command. I was trying to get him to catch me. I was going to say, oh, because he was, I was going to say, I was going to say, catch. (laughs) I was so, I wanted that so bad. Damn! That uh, and in my head, uh, when I was doing it, I was like, "There's no way this doesn't happen." So when it didn't work, I was like, "I have no idea what I'm gonna do. <laughs> I have no plan." <laughs> you know what happened, Jared? What? You and him tied. He rolled to get out of the way in time, and you guys matched exactly. It actually worked so out. That it, it did at work least out. I hit him. <laughs> I'm pretty mad at Thaldeus right now, personally. Ooh, yeah, he's being a little turd. Whose side what is he that? on here? <laughs> you know what I mean? Why is it? It doesn't because he's to be fucking my the... shit up, dude. <laughs> well, they're war warring oh, right he's, now because he's raging. Yeah, yeah. There's he's kind of making a war it... of gods happening. No, no, no. Because yeah, because he's raging and there's thunder. Yeah. So now it's like sixty percent of my turns I can't take an action. You should bring it up to him. I think I will. <laughs> you will. Crobin will. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I know that he would because he is a Noah character. Thank you all for listening so much. We love you all. God, all the way to the heavens and back. Please help us out by subscribing, rating, and reviewing our podcast. Please. It helps our new podcast reach new people, and we really want that because um, we just want to uh, entertain everybody. So if you write us a review, we will give you a shout-out guaranteed. Please tell a friend. And also, we might name a character in the world after you. How friggin' cool would that be? Also, if you are blessed financially, we have a tip jar you can find in the description for this episode or on any of our social media pages. It is a website, ko-fi.com slash mqbd. That's coffee.com slash mqbd. It would really help us out. We are an independent podcast, and we're just trying to make more awesome content for you all. Guys, our song is extinct. Please send us a song and we will put it at the end of our episode. We can't record over Zoom. It sucks. Hopefully we'll be able to record in person again very soon. But until then, send us your music. Or hopefully this episode already has some music or uh, even us singing uh, at the end. So we'll see. But please send us music regardless. And we will play it because we want to share your art. There is one awesome fan we want to thank today. 
It is my dog, our dog's, everyone's personal dog, Jason Ryan Lovett. Uh, Jason, yo, you are the coolest, man. Thank you very much for shouting us out multiple, I, I mean, so many times on Instagram. Like, I'm pretty sure over a handful of times. That's five. <laughs> that's six. Over five times on Instagram. That's that's yeah. six, at least six, more than five, maybe as many as six, I don't know, but maybe more. Um, so Jason, we I always appreciate your shout outs. You're amazing. Um, we might even be able to get him on the podcast one day. Jason has a orc character he's been playing for years since he started playing the game from what I've heard. So Jason... Uh, we might be able to. We might be able to. We might be able to get a little special guest star in because he does live locally. So um, you know, maybe we'll make that happen, man. Thank you very much, Jason Ryan. Love it. You are the dog. Rough. Also, <laughs> calling someone the dog is weird. I'm sorry. <laughs> you are the man. I thought it was cool. Dog. Yeah, you are the dog. You know who else is the dog? Eric DeLong for writing the music. Bark. Also the dog. Sarah Paul for editing the episode. Woof woof. Yeah. Barkety bark bark. Our first dog now, man. Exactly. Oh man, uh, uh, guys, if you want to talk to us, <laughs> that's so uh, uh, amazing. Oh, that's a good one, guys. If you want to talk to us about Sean Connery and your favorite <laughs> Sean Connery film, do it at Magic Quest Boys on Twitter and Instagram. Use our hashtag MQBD. Thank you all for listening. Tune in next week to find out what happens next. Is the entire town of Ghostgate going to be left to be destroyed Probably. by these heroes? Probably. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Oh, God. We haven't even recorded it, and we know we're going to Tips Touch. We're not this making is... any more detours. <laughs> <laughs> we can't. We just can't. Um, that is bad news, Bears, for the folks of Ghostgate, but good news for all of us, because won't that be entertaining? Thank you all very much for listening. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Bark. Do you like bad movies? Well, tarry no further, my friends. Starring Emma Roberts is a new podcast where seven friends write seven different parts of a script to write one movie. The twist is that the writer can only see the section before theirs. This makes for an unforgettable movie experience. Our three-part Christmas special is out December 14th, wherever you listen to podcasts, with more scripts to come in the next couple months. Follow us at Starring Emma Roberts on Instagram and Starring Emma Rob on Twitter for updates and more side splitters.